Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Well, I hope everybody survived Cinco de Drinco last Friday. Not only was it Cinco de Mayo, but it was Cinco de Mayo on a Friday with my sister and her 40th birthday. So I survived. I, I didn't drink much at all because she's not much of a drinker, even though she's Catholic. You would think the Catholics would be the drinkers because, you know, the blood of Christ is literally wine to them. But anyways, welcome, everyone. Real Film Nerds podcast number 322. Yes, I got it. 322. With me, as always, Catholic at heart, Mysterious Mike Talent. Hey, everybody. How's it going? So, Mike, this week we watched the last Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Why don't you give us the breakdown? All right, Matt. This movie was directed by James Gunn and written by James Gunn. It's starring Chris Pratt, Chuck Woody Iwuji, Bradley Cooper, Dave Bautista, Karen Gilliam, Vin Diesel, Steel reeling from the loss of Gamora, Peter Quill rallies his team to defend the universe and one of their own, a mission that could mean the end of the Guardians if not successful. Okay, Mike, so this is the last James Gunn Marvel Cinematic Universe film ever. Unless, you know, shit goes south with DC and he comes back. But uh, I don't know. He's the big boss over there. So, Mike, what's your thoughts? Did you love Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? Uh, yeah, man. I really I really liked it a lot, man. I thought it was great. Uh, I, I really like the soundtracks in these movies. I know it's like volume and like part of Peter Quill's uh, character is that he likes music and stuff. But, man, I really uh, I really had a great time with this movie. I feel like it was a... Uh, it had all the ups and downs, and I was actually surprised that certain things didn't happen that would be that that I was expecting. So, okay, we'll get into that into the spoiler section. But, uh, Mike, what were your thoughts when it came to the uh, animal cruelty? Because that's a hot button topic uh, floating around this film. It was before it came out when the with all the uh, critics and the previews and all that stuff. What were your thoughts? Um, I mean, obviously, uh, it's, it's not very pleasant to watch, but it's not supposed to be. Um, I feel like it, it's going to touch people differently, uh, who watch it. I, I feel like my wife might really cringe at some of the stuff that was going on, but yeah, I don't know. I felt like it added to the story, Matt. So I, I thought it was okay. And I know all the stuff was, uh, CGI, so I don't know. What what are your thoughts, dude? Well, the the girlfriend who is a animal person probably I'm thinking more than even your wife, at least in my opinion. I know your wife doesn't have nearly as the amount of animals as the girlfriend has, but uh, I already told her she's not allowed to watch it because I know she will not be able to stomach it and she'll get really mad. She won't be like sad or depressed. She'll get really mad. She gets really angry at shit like this even though it's fake. I, I thought it was warranted because it's not, not to spoil it too much. I, I guess most people would probably know, but the majority of it is the telling of rocket raccoon story. And it's not a pleasant way on how he 
came into being. It's known, it's been well known throughout all three films. I mean, he just doesn't talk about it. And here you get it in flashbacks. And we'll talk about that more as we get into spoilers because there's some things, you know, I wish they would have done maybe a little differently. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, overall, I really enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I think it's the second best one. Nothing knocks the original. I think the original Guardians is fantastic, incredible, set the bar very high. I put Volume 3 in second place. I put Volume 2 in third place as my rankings. Nice, dude. Yeah, uh, I thought this was a, a great end of the the trilogy, the the three movies. I'm I'm glad that uh, James Gunn got uh, unfired for uh, this movie, and uh, now he can go off into the sunset and and go work at DC and see what kind of interesting movies he's gonna get us, man. So uh, I'm excited for the DC. I think it'll it'll be good. I think it'll be good for them to have some new uh, new uh, figurehead, I guess, uh, as James Gunn. Well, his Suicide Squad DC movie was decent, but his TV show, his Peacemaker TV show, was next level. If he can bring DC films and DC as a whole up to the level of Peacemaker. Marvel is should be shaking in their boots because they have not put out a whole lot of great movies lately. I'm not saying this lightly, Mike. I truly believe that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is the best Marvel Cinematic Universe movie since Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um I I I think I could agree with you on that, Matt. This this was a very good movie. I'm glad it it seems to be doing pretty well i don't think it quite opened as strong as the second one but uh i think it's gonna have some legs man i i think i th- i think people are really gonna like this movie well what's interesting is everyone was predicting that this movie was not going to do very well it was not going to kind of do the numbers that the marvel cinematic universe is not used to seeing they said it was going to be a terrible opening no one's going to go see it nobody wants it and box office numbers are saying the opposite i i think it what 120 million opening weekend something like yeah, that yeah yeah roughly yeah 120 million yeah yeah granted preview night on thursday but they took pretty much every single showing at harkins and uh a uh, picture show here you can go and see guardians at some point within any hour like be it four o'clock four thirty five i mean it's back to back to back and I highly recommend people to go see it. I really enjoyed it. If you're extremely sensitive, you if you are a vet or you are a super animal person, don't see it because it'll probably make you angry. Even though it is not real, it is CGI, it still probably wouldn't do you any favors. But everyone else, go see this movie in the theaters. It is very good. It's big. It's loud. It's colorful. It's funny. It, it it has it all, Mike. It has it all. I absolutely love Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm very sad that this is the last one. Yeah, no, it definitely has it all. I mean, it's two hours and 30 minutes, but it didn't feel like it. And that was great, man. It was, it was just good storytelling. Just, I don't know. It was a lot of, uh, I didn't feel like there was a lot of like, forced one-line jokes like it just it just had like it had a good flow it was just banter between the characters it was great yeah it, it great flow the cast is having fun doing this film i you know i'll say it i'll say it mike dave bautista's drax wow on another level in this movie he's great in one and two but holy shit was he funny in this one 
Yeah, dude, he was good. And 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 you got to see a little bit more. I feel like all the characters grew quite a bit throughout the series and it was interesting to see how they are, you know, now. Yeah, well, it, I don't want to get too much into spoilers, so we'll take care of this on the back end, Mike. We have our third giveaway in 3 weeks, Mike. Can you believe it? Oh man, third. What do, what do we got this week? Mike, so we've been getting some, not all the promos do this, but some of the promos do this, where we'll get digital codes when they're released on digital, and then we'll get physical Blu-ray copies when they're released on physical media. Well, Mike, this is the second part of 80 for Brady. Oh, all right, man. 80 for Brady. I actually uh, watched this movie, man. It is is good. It's great. Did you have a good time? My mom loved it. She really, really liked it. Yeah, no, it was it was good, dude. It was surprisingly well done. Yeah, and we'll we'll have to talk about that with Ma Hinshaw loses her cookies at the end of this podcast. I always talk about our podcast during hers, but I never talk about her podcast during ours. So there you go, Ma. There's a little shout out. Ma Hinshaw loses her cookies. She lost her cookies for eighty for Brady. She loves that movie. You know, I had to buy it for her for Mother's Day. Oh wow, nice dude. What a good son. Okay, Mike. So. What should our listeners do to be entered into a contest to win a Blu-ray copy of 80 for Brady? Uh, why don't they tell us uh, how many uh, Super Bowls uh, Mr. Brady has uh, has won? Well, all right, Mike. I don't know that number because uh, I don't like the Patriots. I don't pay attention to the Patriots. I do watch the Super Bowl every year. I really honestly don't pay a whole lot of attention to football where you love football which is weird because you didn't like football in high school and now you freaking love it. I think it's just an excuse for you not to do anything on Sunday and drink beer. Um, I can neither confirm nor deny those accusations. Next thing you know, you're going to like golf. Uh, I, I can't confirm or deny that either, man. No, I haven't, uh, I haven't uh, played golf. I don't know how to play golf, man. I played golf in uh, middle school. I think I took lessons with a bunch of us. It, I liked hitting the ball really far, but that was about it. If I could drink beer back then, it probably would have been better. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Um, g- golf is a kind of a mystery to me, so I don't I don't think I think it's too late for me to to learn. Like I'll get kicked off. I don't have the right etiquette, dude. In my world, like everybody like likes to play golf and goes and does business on golf, and I'm like, I don't want to play golf. You know what? I'm gonna start a trend. From now on, realtors, we're not going to go and do golf anymore. We're going to go do fucking bowling. We're going to go bowl. Dude, that'd be awesome, dude. Bowling realtor. Yeah, you can close some deals and rack some pens, right? That's what I'm going to do. I'll be like, oh, you want to hit the links? No, let's go hit the fucking lanes. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I like it. I like this idea, Mike. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I I think you should do that, man. That'd be fun. Okay. All right. All right. Let me get this out of the way. Mike, we got to do the business. So if you want to enter, tell us how many Super Bowls, Super Bowls he's won or Super Bowls he's been in. No, no. He's won. Okay. How many Super Bowls Tom Brady has won? Email that to Mike at realfilmnerds.com. Or, you know, we do have a phone number. You can call us in and we will put you on the podcast. Our phone number for the Real Film Nerds is 602-551-6389. I remember we got this and I pushed it at first and no one ever calls in. So there you go. If you want to be entered, call in too and tell us how many. 
and your name and all that stuff, and we'll play you during the podcast. Oh, yeah, dude. I forgot we had a phone number, dude. We do. And because it's a Google Voice number is what it is. It's a Google Voice number. I can download the audio files and throw them in the podcast. Nice. So, all right, here we go. Here we go, Mike. Bring home 80 for Brady on Blu-ray today. Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field star as four best friends who go on an unforgettable journey to see their hero, Tom Brady, play in Super Bowl 51. In this hilarious comedy about living life to the fullest, no matter your age. Directed by Kyle Marvin, buy 80 for Brady on Blu-ray, and get laugh out loud bonus content. 80 for Brady is rated PG-13, and it's from our best friends over at Paramount Pictures. All right, man. Well, thanks again, Paramount Pictures. Uh, 80 for Brady was a great movie, man. I I think uh, I think it. Uh, I don't know how well it did in in the uh, initial bo- box office release, but it was actually really really good. I think it did well. I don't think it like set any records or anything, but I definitely think it made money. You're gonna have to look that up, Mike. Okay, I'll look that up. I'll look that up. But but Matt, I think we need to get back to the podcast, and I need to ask you an important question. Yes, Mike. Please, what is said important question? What are you drinking this uh, fine morning, evening, or afternoon? <sighs> well, Mike, thank you for asking. Speaking of sports, because we keep talking about sports, so I'm just going to keep this going. Um, the Phoenix Suns are on a roll. They've won two games in a row at home, so they are now tied with the Denver Nuggets. So to celebrate our win last night, Mike, I am drinking a Four Peaks Suns Brew Kolsch Style Ale from, you know, my favorite brewery, of course. Nice, dude. Very nice. Yeah, I, I'm I'm drinking the old uh, uh, Hoppy Nomad from from uh, Aldi. It's a Session IPA. It's pretty tasty. So when I was down in Phoenix yesterday, not yesterday. Well, I was down in Phoenix yesterday. I went home yesterday. But no, was it yesterday I saw it? I'm trying to think. No, it was Saturday. It was Saturday. I spent the whole weekend down there for my sister's birthday. I have not done that in forever. Even my sister was like, shouldn't you be getting home to get back to work? I'm like, yeah, I'm leaving today. I'm leaving as soon as I can. But Mike, I drove by another Aldi, man. They're starting to take over Phoenix. Dude, did you stop? No, no, I wasn't driving. It was in my parents' car. Well, okay. I was driving my parents' car, but there's no way in hell my dad would have been like, oh yeah, let's go ahead and stop. Come on. All right, man. One of these days, dude, you got to stop at your Aldi. It's cool. All right, Mike, I'm going to. I promise. I'm, I want to get some beers there just so I can s- s- surprise you like one day and be like, hey, look, Mike, I got an Aldi beer too. Nice, dude. Very nice. So, okay, Mike, we don't have any Marvel Cinematic Universe tie-ins this week because this is a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. So this better be damn good, Mike. It better be amazing. What is this week's dad joke? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. All right. I I, I think it's pretty amazing, Matt, but I don't know if, you, if you're going to like it. Uh, why do hamburgers go to the gym? Why do hamburgers go to the gym? Hold on. Hold on. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. 
thinking something about double meat, burning the fat, something about sizzle. I don't know. Mike, what the hell? Why do hamburgers go to the gym? To get better buns, dude. Ah, shit. I knew it. I knew it was something that I, ah, I was thinking too much into it. Okay, so I'll go with that was a mediocre dad joke. It wasn't oh, okay. amazing. Was it, it mediocre? <laughs> See, you're getting there. You're slowly turning into a dad. You got to get these, Mike, you really got to get this shit honed. Because when your children start having friends and bringing people over, you got to embarrass the shit out of them. You really got to step it up here, brother. Uh, I, I I think I uh, I think I'll be able to do that, man. I'll just start busting out pictures and be like, or or just start saying weird things about what they do. It'll be fine. I think you need to have a wife beater with blood on it. That's always a great way to answer the door. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That that and you know cleaning my gun, right? The part of the country that you live in, Mike, is pretty well known for firearms, much like Arizona. Not, I don't think you're quite at the level we are. But yeah, if you don't own a gun, I'm pretty sure they make you leave the state. <sighs> oh, okay. All right. Yep. For sure. <laughs> okay. All right. So for those of you who have stuck through this long, we are now into the Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3 spoiler section. Mike... I have to say, I liked the origin of Rocket being told and peppered throughout the film, but do you know what I didn't like? Not having freaking Rocket in the film. It kind of oh, bugged yeah. me. He was there, but he's in a coma the whole time. And I'm like, no, I want me some Rocket, baby. Where's my Rocket? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, they had to do something, and uh, unfortunately, it meant that uh, Rocket was not really going to be in the movie that much. But still, I thought it was—I thought it was uh, really awesome. Um, one thing in this movie I—I I kind of found amusing was uh, all the freaking characters and like costumes and crazy stuff in this. This had like tons and tons of like just interesting things it makes that latest ant-man seem kind of mediocre doesn't it yeah dude real real bad yeah james gunn is just he's a champ dude he's very good at what he does and he i think they still let him you know steer the bus at least 90 percent of the time because i mean there's horror elements in this there's you know wonderful colors there's a lot of comedy i mean it's it says James Gunn from start to finish. It's very good. I love this movie. Yeah, I I I don't think there was too much uh, interference from uh uh anyone else. I felt like it was a James Gunn movie, you know. Like I was a little worried that there might be some sort of uh I don't know, wrangling or turning stuff down, but man, no. I I I felt like it was a James Gunn movie through and through. Mike, we've said it over and over and over again with just about any product pushed out by Disney. They need to get their freaking fingers out of the honeypot. Let the creatives be creative. That's Star Wars. That's Indiana Jones. That's Marvel. That's the Pixar. You know, let the creatives be creative and you will make a lot of money. This proves it. This 100% proves it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it's just hard. I don't know. Um, the uh, the current 
uh, CEO of Disney said that's what his one of his major I don't know ideologies was going to be was get the creatives back to being creative. I don't know. Um, so we'll see. I don't. I. I mean, I don't think this was he was involved with because you know this was probably filmed what God a year ago at year least and a half? maybe more. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then, because, you know, I mean, the special effects for this movie, geez, <laughs> like, I don't even know how you begin to, like, lay out how all that's going to be, like, who's going to do what work, and, I mean, obviously, Marvel's got it down, but, geez. Dude, you know, one thing I really loved was how nowhere the giant celestial skull that everybody's living in that's the size of a planet, like, is now a spaceship. That was a lot of fun. That was really, really inventive. Yeah, yeah, no, that that was that was good, man. It was it was good. Giant freaky ass skull just comes out of like hyperspace with these cannons in his mouth and his eyes. Oh, dude, that was just awesome. I liked it. I uh, I liked, um, I liked our bad guy. You know, uh, the high evolutionary. I thought I thought I thought he was a real you know. Uh, kind of trying to do good but in his own way kind of thing like so i i thought he was a good adversary like a good kind of bad guy and he was somebody that i loved to hate and you know throughout the movie he just kind of builds up his his uh, i don't know like sinisterness i guess i don't know i'll go with the opposite i think the uh bad guy could have been better and the only reason I say that is because he basically was Thanos, except instead of trying to wipe out half the universe's population to make it this perfect world, he was trying to create a species, a being, a planet of beings that was 100% perfect, and he failed miserably. So I see him very much as like a Thanos kind of rehash. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, I guess if as as you're saying that it is kind of Thanos Thanos e, but a different approach, I guess, right? Yeah, I just I just think Marvel's biggest issue they've always had, except for a couple times, has been with the villains. They're just not super great. They just aren't. I mean, they're just kind of there. Now, I do like that. We're never going to see him again. There's a massive spoiler. He's not going to continue on in this series, which I don't think he should. He was a great villain for this film, and he worked out well for what it is. But I don't know. It was just kind of it was kind of lackluster. It was kind of, you know, okay, Thanos, but experimenting with creatures and things the other way instead of eradicating things. I don't know. Just my thoughts. Okay. Yeah. No, I, 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 I hear you, man. Um, <laughs> what did you think of, uh, I think the character's name was war pig. Like the, uh, like crazy pig creation thing that was like a guarding. Oh the... yeah, dude. There was some crazy ass creations that the, uh, high evolutionary created and war pig was one of them. I mean, that shit was nuts, dude. It reminded me kind of like the, uh, War Pig, I think that was his name from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, uh, I was thinking the same thing, dude. I, I, I think everybody was thinking the same thing. I, I feel like that was 
partly, I, I know that was on purpose. It had to have been on purpose. Oh yeah. It was probably a shout out. Cause you know, James Gunn is, he's a little bit older than us, but he grew up with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at some point in his life. And so it was probably a, a little nod to them. Yeah. What, what, what did you think of, uh, I, I really like the kind of, uh, the kind of long joke that kept going on about like working with like incompetent people. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> that was fun. It... That was really fun. Especially, um, Oh God, what is the name of the actor? Mike, you know, the name of the actor that, that played the first guy that started talking about it. Oh, the, the, the it... security guard, right? He's like, uh, is that Nathan uh, Fillion? Is... Yeah, I think that's him. Yeah. Nathan I think that... Fillion. I, I wasn't a hundred percent. I'm. I didn't watch many of his shows that he's been in, but I know you have. And I thought that was so funny. He starts it, and it just goes for the rest of the movie. They're like, "Yeah, I got one of those too. It's the boss's uncle or whatever." <laughs> it was dude, so funny. I thought. It, I thought that was really funny, dude. It was just it like ah, <laughs> uh, this this good stuff. Good stuff. That's definitely uh, one of those jokes like you would see in like Pixar or something. You know, it's like an adult joke that the kids won't get at all because they haven't worked and ever had to work with someone like that that's just been given something. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I even like the uh, like Star-Lord, um, uh, Gamora, like kind of like, I don't know, dynamics. Yeah, no, so, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Gamora yeah. is not the Gamora we've known and loved for the past two films, but it's still Gamora. She's very different. She's a lot more aggressive. It's. I thought it was interesting how uh, Zoe Saldana played her and also how her character arc went and how she didn't want to be part of the Guardians. She wanted to go back to the Ravagers. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that was, uh, that was interesting. And, uh, I don't know. I, I liked it. I, I liked how it went and I liked how Peter Quill's character or Star-Lord is maybe trying to like talk her into, but not really. Like, I don't know. Like it was, it was very, like he was very, um, torn, I guess, conflicted. Oh no, dude. He was trying to get back on that shit cause he misses her. But yeah, he realizes it's not his Gamora it's a different person is from an like an alternate reality but it's your current reality and so kind of sucks to put it mildly yeah 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 um so i don't know man i really like this i like the way that it ended uh i, I had kind of wondered if they were going to try and kill off all the characters but i actually liked how they how they ended and and n- nobody dies yeah, that was kind of nice. I, I thought there were going to be some murders, uh, some you know deaths of some major characters, but not. They just kind of went their own ways. Um, clearly, we're going to see a lot of these characters back at some point. We might even get a different Guardians because that's kind of what they were teasing in uh, one of the um, whatever you call post credit scenes. I don't know the teasers or whatever. They they clearly there's a level of guardians of the galaxy maybe they'll get their own film i definitely think we'll see them pop up here and there throughout the mcu uh maybe not as big as they have been but it might be cool because it's a interesting collective of uh characters the new guardians of the galaxy yeah and and do you think uh star lord's gonna get his own movie i don't know if he'll get his own movie but i think he's gonna 
possibly pop up in something like the the Avengers coming because whatever they're going to do with the Avengers, it's going to be a lot more space oriented and Peter Quill's now on earth spoilers, but he's now on earth. He's with his grandfather. And I think at some point he's going to want to get off the earth and he's going to be a good way to lead or at least be a part of an Avengers team that has to go into space and deal with extraplanetary kind of things. Uh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Uses uh, space skills. Right. And I'm just bullshitting. They could just never do anything again, or he might just get a solo film or I don't know, but that's kind of what I see them doing because Avengers is kind of in shambles right now. You know, people don't want to come back and do it. They're done. You know, characters have died, all that shit, but you got to always have the Avengers. If you're going to be this deep in Marvel, the Avengers is always like one of the staples, you know, just like Spider-Man. You always got to have a Spider-Man. People just love Spider-Man. They buy the shit out of Spider-Man. Gotcha. Gotcha. Do you think uh, Mantis will have her own movie or, or show up again? I think Mantis will show up, but she's not a strong enough character to have her own movie. Her power is cool, but it's not that cool. You know, you really got to see her using it, though, in this film quite a bit, where she was having people fall in love with each other. Then just it was so crazy. Some of the shit she was doing to people it was a lot of fun. Yeah, man, it was. It was fun. Even uh, what were those uh, creatures that she ends up like kind of like befriending and runs off into the sunset with? Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't remember at all. I don't remember what their name is. They said it once. It was like Nebula yelled it out like when they first saw it. Yeah, the the ones that eat the batteries. So that was from the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what those creatures were called, but that might be kind of fun. But she clearly, you know, connected with them. So she has three pets, very large pets. Yes. Yes, very large pets. So, then, uh, go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Oh, uh, talking about pets, speak, uh, and all the the animal stuff that went on in this movie. The uh, the end scene where they're kind of you know rescuing everybody and stuff, um, the kids and stuff, and then they get uh, all the animals. Uh, you know, did that that make you feel a little bit better about some of the scenes so, that an, were animal prior? cruelty? Of course, that they rescued all the lower life forms as they call them in the film. Yeah, it was fine, but you know, I mean, you'll see what my score is here soon, Mike, but it's reflective, but of mostly the animal cruelty stuff, but it it wasn't so much the cruelty stuff. I mean, it's supposed to be horror. Like I, I'll just say it, the, the bunny rabbit that looks like a freaking spider and the, that shit was crazy. Like the otter was crazy. Like that's straight up horror movie shit. Oh yeah, man. I mean, it was it was supposed to be creepy, dude. It was creepy. Yeah. Oh yeah. And James Gunn succeeded. He like we talked about last week. He's done a lot of horror movies towards the start of his career, and he tapped into those roots and exploited them for this film for sure. <laughs> the the when they're rescuing the one creature, uh, uh, Mantis's character is like, oh god, oh uh, no, that wasn't you. Uh, you look great. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh no, you're not hideous. No, you're beautiful. Oh my god. <laughs> that was so funny. It's that crazy animal behind you. <laughs> yeah. I th- I thought that was really funny, dude. <laughs> like... No, it was good. It was good. So, okay, Mike. Uh... Next week, there's not really anything coming out in the theaters, at least nothing that really interests either of us. I think it's a bunch of rom-com kind of shit. So, 
I, I opened the floodgates and said, Mike, it's your turn to pick. So what movie are we going to be talking about for our next podcast, Real Film Nerds, episode number 323? All right, Matt. Well, uh, you know, with this movie coming out, we, I, you know, I kind of figured there wouldn't be a lot of competition in the next weekend. So uh, I kind of threw out uh, one of the streaming uh, new releases. Uh, came out just a few weeks ago, I think, uh, and that's uh, the movie Ghosted uh, with uh, Chris Evans and um, oh, Adrian Brody, uh, Anna de Armas, Anna de Armas. Adrian yeah, Brody. Adrian Brody. Amy Sedaris, Tate Donovan, Anthony Mackie, John Cho, Ryan Reynolds, Sebastian Stan. Well, let's see. This movie has half of the MCU in it. <laughs> yeah. So so I I I I'll be searching all night for the MCU tie-in on this one, Matt. Oh yeah. But it's anyway. It's gonna be brutal. It's gonna take you fucking forever. Um it's uh it was it's, released the last part of April, technically April 21st. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, it's been out for a few weeks, but anyway, uh, I, I thought we watched this movie. It's, uh, it's on Apple plus, uh, and, uh, kind of, you know, just have fun with it. It looks kind of fun. It, it's like an action movie about, uh, you know, this guy who gets ghosted by his, girlfriend kind of or well not girlfriend like a, a girl he went on a date with yeah it's literally like one date and he flies across the world to go see her again yeah i i i was shocked when i was watching the trailer i was watching the trailer the first half of the trailer is boring as shit it straight up is a rom-com and he told me it was a rom-com and i'm like why the fuck are we gonna watch a rom-com and then literally the second half of the trailer hits and it's like holy shit i want to watch this it's an action movie the whole second half of the trailer it it entices you because it's an action movie so we'll, we'll see wh- which one it is um and and you know it, it looks kind of fun it's got a lot of big people in it so we'll see what happens man okay mike so let's go ahead let's do the business so that you can go to bed because you're an old man and i know you're gonna start crying here soon mike how many reels do you give gardens of the galaxy volume three all right, Matt. So I really like this movie. Uh, I don't have very many complaints about this. So, uh, you know, I think I'm going to give this uh, five reels out of five. Man, dude, you and Ma Hinshaw. My, my Ma gave it a perfect score on Friday. So I can spoil that for Ma Hinshaw loses her cookies here coming up. But, uh, you know, I, I had to deduct, Mike. I had to deduct. How much did you deduct? Only half a point. I gave it four and a half. Oh, okay. All right, all right. The the villain thing and then the animal thing. That's it. Other than that, like I said, this is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 is a five all freaking day long for me. This is above Volume 2. I think this movie is just absolutely incredible. Now, I don't want to dock it, but it's just what it is, you know? I, th- I think the villain choices could have been a little bit better and... You know, I the animal cruelty stuff has a point, and I don't want to slam it because of that, but it's just a factor. It's not for everyone, and for me, a five out of five is like everyone must go see this movie. My girlfriend, I'm telling her not to go see it, and she fucking loves Guardians of the Galaxy. So right there, I'm like, no, I can't give it a perfect score. I just can't. Yeah, well, Matt, I think what you should do is you should take her to the movie, and then uh, you just 
you just do earmuffs during certain parts and you just cover her eyes and be like, yeah, some shit happened. Next. Eyes and ears. Yeah. That's, that's some work. That's some work, but I could do it, Mike. I could do it. Yeah. Get, get some of the noise canceling stuff. Be like, yeah, whatever you feel that, that that's not happening. Well, the thing is it's all fucking CGI anyways, but for her, I think it's more about the idea of it happening than it actually, you know, happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I gotcha. Um, but uh all right man so that was fun uh you know m- make sure uh that everybody uh enters the contest mike at real film nerds or matt what's the phone number again yeah drop us a line i don't i, I think we could take text messages too because it is google voice but it's a uh, phoenix area code 602 now, if I get a whole lot of dick pics, I'm going to be mad. Mike. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see a pressed ham. I don't need to see your dingle dangle. No <laughs> sexting the Real Film Nerds you know, podcast phone number. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, on that happy note, uh, make sure you tell us uh, how many uh, Super Bowls Tom Brady won. And uh Yeah. All right, uh, Matt, uh, do you have anything else you want to add, or uh, are we going to wrap this up? Nah, dude, I'm golden, man. We could talk about this movie all day, but I know you need to go to bed. I just say, go and watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. James Gunn, I'm going to miss you, but I am very excited on what you're going to do with DC. I'm very excited. They announced his uh, first film since taking over as uh, leader, master, and commander, or whatever the hell his title is going to be at DC. It's going to be Superman. So I'm interested to see a James Gunn Superman. Wow, dude. A James Gunn Superman. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. If he brings that same pizzazz as uh, Guardians and, and, and Peacemaker and and uh, even the Suicide Squad, I, I, I think we're in for a real treat. Oh, yeah, dude. I think it's going to be really exciting. I was so stoked when they announced it's going to be a Superman film. Well... Uh, I guess with that, uh, make sure you follow us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, we'll catch you next week on the pod. Thanks for listening, everybody. And, uh, you know, make sure you go out there and go see Guardians. Uh, It was a great movie. The theaters need us. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Welcome, everyone, to Ma Hinshaw Loses Her Cookies, Episode 12, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And you are... I am excited about the movie and I loved it. Okay, so you're not Ma Hinshaw then? I did say Ma Hinshaw. No, you said, Welcome to Ma Hinshaw Loses Her Cookies Episode 12. You didn't say, I am Ma Hinshaw. How dare you? <laughs> oh, shit. Pardon me. Oops. <laughs> oh, look, I'm leaving that one in for the podcast. Everybody's going to hear Ma cuss. Woo! Yeah, that's good. I love it. All right, so here we go. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Ma Hinshaw cusses. This is now ready to our podcast because she dropped an S-bomb. How dare you, Ma? I'm ashamed. Sorry. I goofed up. Okay. Oh, you almost dropped another one. I heard the F coming out.
I did not. I don't use that word much. Oh, sure, Ma. <laughs> sure. Okay. So you went and watched this movie. You thought it was the best movie ever. Podcast done. Well, it was really, really very good. I don't know if it was the best movie ever, but I'm glad it was the best Guardians of the Galaxy. Because Wait, hold on. You think this is the best Guardians of the Galaxy out of the three? Yeah. You think it's better than the original? Oh, why? What? I do. Why? Because it, I, every one of them, I kept saying, okay, who's Rocket? Why is Rocket Rocket? Why is he an animal, not a person? And this one answers it. Yay. So that's the only thing that you cared about. You didn't care about all the other characters. You didn't care about, you know, the story. You cared about learning who Rocket was Rocket, even though in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, spoilers, Rocket literally is not even in the movie technically. He's in a coma. Well, yeah, but it goes back, you know. But he's not. He's in a coma. Oh, okay. So he's in a coma. He's like the best part of the film, and he's in a coma. Really? Really? Are you drunk? No, I'm not. But Are I we was, recording I, too late? No, no. This is good. And Have Chris you? Pratt was, was good. He, he, you know, was great, really. Ma, how many and, hot toddies have you had? I don't know. Uh, one glass of wine. That doesn't count. You heard it. You heard it here, folks. She said, I don't know. That shows you the sign of an alcoholic. Ma, no, I think I we need not. to get you help. No, I, I am not. Ma, there's places her. you can go. But I love Rocket. And yeah, he was in a coma and I was very worried about him. But then, well, I can't, I can't spoil the movie. Go see the movie. It's great. And go and see it in Dolby so it don't shake you all over the place. So, Ma, if it came down to it, would you prefer Rocket or a Hot Toddy? Mm, rocket. Rocket? Over your delicious mm. booze? Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. See, he's now you're great. just lying to me. I know you're lying. He, he's great. He's great. Yes. Okay, so you enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy. You went and saw it in a Dolby Ultra Crazy Theater where right. the speakers are over your brains and shook your brains out of your skull and they dripped out your ears. Oh, it shook your back end out up. <laughs> It shook the bottom. <laughs> Are you sure you just didn't have gas? <laughs> it was just, you know, rumble and your seat would rumble. It was cool. Because, you know, Mike Talent farted throughout the entire podcast and none of you heard it because I've sat there and edited the goddamn thing. Ma, oh. are you sure it wasn't a massive, wet, juicy fart that was shaking your seat? Absolutely not. It was every battle, everything, every fight they had. It was boom, shake, 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 boom, shake, shake. It was cool. So why is Rocket Raccoon your favorite character? I don't know. He's just so cute. Oh, Lord. So tell me what else you thought of the movie. What did you think of the cinematography? What did you think of the villain? What did you think of the... uh, uh, the story, the plot, the acting, you know, all those things that we talk about on my podcast, we never talk about on yours. Cause you just want to talk about nudity and drinking 
and fornication. Oh, I don't talk about that. Ma, you're you're of a dirty mind. We need to clean it up. No, I don't do that. But anyhow, no. And I mean, there were people, a lot of answers to a lot of the guardians and their uh, issues and problems. And I can't, I don't want to say that stuff because you want to go see the movie. Okay. And you want to see. You've already spoiled quite a bit of the film. What? You've already spoiled quite a bit of the film. So you can keep talking about it. I did not. And I, the villain was, he was very good. He was very, you know, and I really liked it. No, that's why I asked you. I want you to explain what is. Well, it's, he's, uh, scary. And you have nightmares that the high evolutionary is going to come and get you and turn you into a higher being. Well, that might. Hey, I don't know if that would be a bad thing, but even, you know. even though he didn't do any of his ex- experiments on people. Well, I know he didn't, but you know, I think he was planning to. No, he it. was not planning to mom. Oh, he wasn't. Oh, okay. I thought maybe he, he was were. trying to create a perfect society. Right. Why <clears> can't <throat> you hold your phone away from you so I can see you? Oh, you don't want to see me. I'm, I look awful. Anyway. Yeah, Mom, and our listeners who are listening to the podcast are going to judge the way you look because they're listening to the podcast. Folks, I'm doing the best I can. You know, this (laughs) is, I don't know how else to make this podcast more interesting. I mean, okay, here, Mom, was there nudity in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? If there was, I missed it. I don't think I saw any. Rocket Raccoon was naked. Well, yeah, but he still had fur. Oh, he's still naked. Animals are always naked. Well, I know, but he usually was wearing his uh, clothes, actually. No, he was he was passed out on a table naked because he was in a coma. Oh, I didn't realize that. I missed that. <gasps> well, I thought he was wearing his jacket and all thing and all that. Now, how offended were you to hear the Marvel Cinematic Universe's first F-bomb in a movie? I was shocked because I had kids sitting in front of me and kids sitting to the side of me and Frank sitting to the other side. And I was shocked, really. It is a PG-13 film. It is not intended for viewers younger than 13. Oh, there were some kids there that were younger. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. But the film is intended for adult, more adult audiences. It's more of a horror-esque film. Hence the, as I discussed it in the previous podcast, the one that some of you might listen to, the Mm -hmm. uh, horror things that they do to the animals and the creatures and how they look and things. Because the director slash writer, James Gunn, started out his career early on doing horror films. So he tapped into that. Very much so for this film. See, things like that are what you talk about, Mom, to make it interesting. But then I I don't want to talk about it because you've got to go see it. It would be a spoiler. I'm pretty sure saying that Rocket Raccoon isn't in the movie the entire time is a pretty big spoiler. So, you know, Mom, people have seen it. Just they understand we spoil, especially this far in the podcast. 
And I loved how a lot of these kids, I would say, would be eight or nine years old or something. And boy, they they knew everything. They kind of knew what was going to happen and everything. And they were really into it. What kids are you talking about? The kids the kid, in the movies or yeah. the kids that were sitting next to you? The kids that were sitting next around me and stuff. Well, why did you go to a kid's movie? Well, it's not a kid's movie, but for some reason their parents took them. Well, then why didn't you tell the parents that they shouldn't bring their kids to an adult-themed movie? I'm not going to do that. They're the parents, and if they let them in, okay. Well, what if they're running around creating a ruckus? Oh, no, they weren't. They were. They loved it. They were fascinated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so what was your favorite part of the whole film other than uh, the nudity? Oh, you don't want to know my favorite part of the film. Oh, dear. Of course, I don't want to know. That's why I asked you. Ma, you're not helping your situation here in your podcast. <laughs> okay. I loved how Chris Pratt came and got, went back and hugged his dad. And I loved how. Except for it's not his dad. Well, whoever. Was he a stepdad or something? I no, can't. it was his grandfather. Well, his grandfather then. I okay. can't see you again. And also, I liked when all the little raccoons came out. And I liked when all the little kids came out. And then eventually, and I can't think of his name right now, he, he is going to make a whole new society with all these little kids come out. And I thought that was real cool. Okay, so you like the end of the movie? Yeah. <laughs> you could have just said that. You didn't like anything else. You just liked the happy ending. That's what made you happy. The ending and everybody, well, I don't know if everybody, I'm not sure about that, but most folks, their their problems were solved somehow, and that was good. Okay? So are you surprised that they did not kill off any of the Guardians of the Galaxy characters? Yes, I was. This is the last film. All these contracts, everyone is done, unless Marvel signs new agreements with everyone. James Gunn is done. He's off to DC. We talked about this. Remember, it's only been a few days since we were on the radio. I talked about all this. James yeah. Gunn is no longer in Marvel. He is at DC. He's running DC now. Right. So and we I, will never have anything else like this from him, at least not from Marvel. But I keep wondering if there will be some way they'll come up with some kind of sequel, sequel somehow, you know? Well, clearly they're going to. Did you stay for the end credits? Yes, I did. And that's what makes me think that there's going to be a sequel. Of course they're going to, Bo. It will not be James Gunn. No, it, it will won't. not be Chris Pratt. It will not be Drax the Destroyer. It will not be the Guardians of the Galaxy that we know and love. Gee whiz, they're going to have to, pardon me, start all over? Great, now you're burping on my podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got farts in Mike's and mine. I got burps in yours. <laughs> okay. Sorry, folks, this podcast is turning into a shit show. We just like talking to each other and torturing all of you that tuned in and listened, our unsuspecting listeners. I apologize. I'll send you a cookie. There you go. <laughs> okay, fine. What what cookies did you make this week, Ma? Oatmeal raisin with lots of nuts. 
believe me, there are plenty of nuts in your house. Yes, there are. You didn't okay. need to add any to your cookies. Well, I added a lot anyway. Okay. Why is it oatmeal raisins like the only cookie you ever make? It's not. I make others, but I felt like making oatmeal raisin, and they worked out well, and that's fine, Michael said. And they're they were... loaded with nuts. Yep, and raisins. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord. Okay, how many crazy, nutty, raisin, brand-based oatmeal <laughs> cookies do you give Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? You already gave out your number on the radio. You can't change it. Okay, what did I give out? Because I thought I I said a five, but then I'm like... So, folks, this is what is known as early onset dementia. (laughs) I heard something. It it literally hasn't even been a week and you forgot. You gave it five cookies. Well, there. You said it was the best movie ever. I did, and it is. Yes. Oh, Lord. But I don't want to do spoilers a lot, which you I already did. did. You spoiled the entire film. I know I did. Go see it anyway. Okay. okay. So next week, God help us if we do this again. <laughs> I'm I, I'm serious. This is painful. <laughs> okay. No one even writes in saying they like it or they don't like it. You know. Fair nobody. Oh, I'm in hell. <laughs> I'm in hell. Okay. This is, I, I've died and I have started my journey through the seven pits of hell. Oh, good. Well, this is one of them. Yeah, I know. I'm not sure which one, but it's just the never ending podcast pit of hell. Huh? It's at yeah. least two or three. It's not all the way down at the bottom. I still got a ways to go. You do. Anyways, next week. We're talking about a rom-com, or at least Mysterious Mike calls it a rom-com, called Ghosted, currently streaming on Apple TV+. Plus. So, as you heard in the last podcast, not Ma Hinshaw's podcast, we have our third giveaway in a row. Uh, go and enter it. Uh, don't forget, we do have a phone number you can call and leave voicemails at, which is always fun. Uh, other than that, uh, I don't know what else to add. Ma, what else do you want to add to your just amazing podcast just it was a blast to go see it and i want to go see it again and y'all need to go okay okay all right ma well thanks everybody for listening and regrettably we will probably talk with you next week okay a rom-com yay are you gonna say goodbye yes goodbye everyone